Welcome to the Planet Storytime podcast, where we use the power of our imaginations to use the pictures in our minds for some of the best stories ever told. I'm your host, Thomas Mitchell, alongside my dear friend, Paxton Stanley, and we are in for a treat here at Planet Storytime. Today, we have a special guest, award-winning Disney producer, Mr. Fred Mollen. And by the way, he's also an award-winning composer and musician. We can't wait to ask Mr. Mollen all about his new album of children's music called It's Great to Be a Kid that was released just this past weekend, along with his extraordinary career in show business. So without further ado, let me welcome our very special guest, Mr. Fred Mollen. Mr. Mollen, welcome to Planet Storytime. It's so good to have you. Oh, it's a, a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you. Well, I have to say, I have to be uh, uh, completely transparent here. Uh, we're a little bit giddy. Uh, in in reading your uh, resume, it is so extraordinary. Uh, we are blown away. And so my heart is beating outside of my <laughs> chest right now. Uh, I'm going to try to do my best to uh, keep it together here. So... Uh, Again, well, you're very you're you're very kind, and it's is that not necessary? Because uh, it's just it's just a long life in music. You know? Is it true that uh, when you were the age of some of our young listeners, you picked up the drums and and were a drummer to start? Yeah, except you know the 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 um, vivid memories that we all have, including my siblings and my parents, always had was that at age you know whatever four. I had assembled the garbage cans in the back of the uh, house and the back of the yard, uh, which were metal. And I, I would play drums on a drum set made out of garbage cans. So I, I think, I think they knew they were in trouble, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's a, that's a perfect segue. Um, so, uh, so Fred, with your, uh, illustrious career, we, we really could start anywhere. Uh, but obviously to keep things simple here to start out, uh, at, Tell us about uh, It's Great to Be a Kid, your new interactive album for kids on your Melody Place BMG label, and what inspired you to make it? Well, um, you know, uh, what inspired me was the pandemic um, and how incredibly sequestered I personally was. My daughter lives in Toronto, uh, has two young children and my grandchildren. My son lives in Japan, um, and um, my uh siblings live in California and I'm in Nashville and never has it felt so terribly uh, hard on me to be sort of without closeness to them physically. Um, and so to not travel for a year, um, never thought it was going to last a year. Um, but, you know, I think sometime around May, I just decided that I'd better get out of my funk and, um, and do something creative. And I thought a little bit about my grandchildren's, I mean, I thought a lot about my grandchildren's struggles. Uh, they're three and one. And I thought a lot about my three-year-old grandchild and realizing that I'd love to write songs for her to tell her what life is going to be as she learns these wonderful new parts of life. So every day in the morning, I, I, I sort of mandated myself to go to my studio and uh, and just... I said, you know, write a new song every morning. Now, I have to tell you that I write quickly. And I've also done a ton of writing for Disney records and, uh, you know, probably done 30 albums for Disney and probably at least five or six of them 
were full of my original songs. So this is not new for me. Right. What was new was I was doing it on my own for myself and for my grandchildren. So every morning I would write a song and I would just, you know, I'd just come up with an with a subject. And the subject was, you know, something they would be learning about that they would be, you know, that would be a, a huge part of their life, like great food or animals or um, weather or, you know, and all these things that you learn as you grow um, from being, you know, one till about five or six. And then you really, you have this whole world of, of wonderful new experiences. And I wanted to just write this and, and record this album for them so that they would have something to look forward to. Well, it, it really is beautiful. Uh, we've really enjoyed listening to it. Um, and, and it seems like the, the title, It's Great to Be a Kid, is uh, one of the main messages really throughout the songs that, that really speaks to just enjoying the fun little moments in life. Uh, you know, walking hand in hand, uh, like the yummy song, uh, I love the line, uh, will there be eggs and cheese on my plate? Uh, uh, dancing to a happy song, all the wonderful little parts of life. Um, why was it important uh, for you to write about these little moments, uh, especially during the hard times like we've been experiencing over the past year? Well, I mean, it, it, again, it, first of all, it gave me something to do. <laughs> a lot of my work in the studio uh, was really uh, uh, was taken away. Luckily, I don't make my living live. And all my friends who do, of course, have been terribly affected. But uh, even, you know, for many, many months, even making records was extremely tough to... Uh, to imagine ever again. So I think I did it again to keep myself busy, but I also really felt there needed to be a celebration for these kids who were who were so shut in. You know, a, a lot of kids today struggle with being nervous and worrying um, that their work isn't good enough. Um, they're afraid to put themselves out there. And of course, that's a common thing even for us adults. Um, your whole career, uh, has involved putting yourself out there. Um, how do you how do you do it? And what advice do you have for us uh, to put ourselves out there? Um, boy, that's a, again, you're very kind. Um, I again, I don't think I personally I didn't have a choice. I mean, I really was a musician from the very beginning, and uh, I was a creative person. And uh, you know, I had I had supportive parents, um, and I just you know. I just, I didn't really want, I, I want to clarify something I've never done in an interview before. I have never followed music as a financial goal. It was always that I had no choice creatively. So therefore I want to have a life in music. That was all I ever wanted. You know, if I, if I got, if I made lots of money, great. But I never cared if I was number one. I never cared if I was number two. I just wanted to be able to be, uh, to have a wonderful life in music and to, and for my music to, to be, uh, to affect people in a great way. And so um, that's what kept me going to answer your question. There was a, there was an ambition and I was sort of driven, but it wasn't an aggressive, you know, I've got to, I've got to be number one. You know, I, I'm not that person. Uh -huh, right. I hope that answers that. But it really, it really was just, it felt very organic to me to never quit because I felt like I couldn't do anything else. Gotcha. Well, indeed, uh, uh, I can only imagine that it's no small task to write an entire album. Um, was this particular album a tough one to make? No, no. I mean, it was, um, you know, I, I, again, I write quickly. Um, these songs, because I've done so many children's songs before, and I did them for Walt Disney Records, which, of course, is, you know, the greatest 
children for record. Um, so I worked with them for almost, you know, for a good 12 years. Um, so no, it wasn't hard. Um, I know how to write children's songs. I know how to keep it simple. I know how to keep the melodies and the, and the, the whole motifs simple. And uh, the recording was just done, you know, with my friends who are the greatest studio musicians in the world who live here in Nashville and a couple, uh, or I should say three voice actors, singers, and uh, myself. So it was, the whole thing was so easy. The writing was, you know, it gave me something to do each morning. I had a new, had a new demo each morning. I had 12 songs by the time 12 days went by and uh, went in the studio on my own dime. And actually the interesting part is too, is that I wasn't going to bring this to the label that I'm a partner with, with, with uh, Lee Shockey, who's my, my partner on Melody Place which is a, a, a label that's two years old. And we had never done a kid's album before. And I actually decided I wasn't going to even bring it to her because I just paid for it myself. And I thought I would just sort of make it printed up for friends and family and for my grandchildren. And then I did play it for Lee and she said, oh, we have to put this out right away, you know? So it became, you know, uh, uh, actually it's a, a division of Melody Place called Melody Place Kids. Okay. And, um, so to answer your question, no, it was not hard to do. Um, it was a it was a joy to do. That's lovely. Now, now, did you share any any bits and pieces with your grandchildren as you were writing it? <laughs> I shared um, I shared pieces. <laughs> I would do my work tapes um, uh, with a with my Korg, um, uh, which has a built in sequencer and stuff like that, but. Um, I, uh, in my studio, you know, I just throw a little drum track up and I just improvise and play and, and write my songs and, and each day a new song and I'd record it onto my iPhone. So they were really raw little, you know, Fred singing as he's writing sort of work tapes. And when I got one that was okay, that became the demo. And I, I did send it to my daughter. Um, and she thought, oh, those are nice, dad. It was, it was very <laughs> sort of, not, it was it was a compliment, but not, but not really a compliment. It was like, no, because she's heard a lot of what I've done. And these were very, very, very raw little, you know, iPhone recordings. And, and um, I sent it to, to my, my, my partner in L.A. She's, we live apart because she has an a ailing mother um, and she lives in L.A. And actually she sang uh, about four songs on the album. Um, and, um, and Karen, I sent them to Karen and she literally... Half of them, I don't think she ever listened to. She just thought she just thought I was just wasting time, you know, uh, because time was there to be wasted, you know. So uh, I didn't really get a lot of good feedback. And do you have a favorite song on the album? Boy, I you know I really don't. Um, the album certainly is a combination of uh, up tempo songs for the children, and uh, and some songs that have a little more uh, poignancy. And so probably my my sensibility likes the more melodic um poignant songs but i mean i like them all i mean i you know i do like um there's a song called what will the weather be which i like that's my favorite song. yeah it's my favorite because it really sounds like it's you know it's a pretty sophisticated track and tanya hencheroff sang it and she's one of the great singers ever and um she made it way better than it is and the musicians i use in the studio made it way better and um, it is probably, that's probably one of my favorites. I love Kitty Cat because I wrote that one. That's the only song I wrote that was not part of the uh, going downstairs every day in the pandemic and writing. That was one I had written in 1980, 
five, who, um, for my son, who was one year old at that point. And I wrote that and it became a family favorite for all these years and we'd never recorded it in any way. So that became, so that's sort of a favorite too, but you know, I, I like them all. I mean, I don't, I don't have one that's, that's a dog, you know, I like them all. Well, I, I, what really spoke to me about what will the weather be uh, is the uncertainty. I mean, and I think that for, for children, you know, especially now, I think that uh, that's brought to the surface that, that concern, that, that anxiety about what's really going to happen, what's going to happen in our world is exemplified in, you know, each day with wondering what the weather's going to be like and how do I prepare for it? You know, what should I wear? And uh, um, as uh, on the side, I'm a therapist. Uh, and I, I work uh, with all ages, but uh, with a lot of young people. And uh, so I, I really do believe in the power of, of music and art to, to heal. You know, it, it is therapy in its own right. And, uh, and that's what I found in, in, your, in your music. So well, again, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, very kind words and I so much appreciate, I take compliments poorly, but I'm so appreciative of what you said. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I didn't, I want to also un under, underline, um, this wasn't a, a sort of a cause that I decided to pick up and write, but as I was recording it and it took only one day in the studio to record with the live band, those 12 songs or whatever, um, but as I was recording it and the vocals were being done uh, afterwards, uh, I realized, you know, this may do a good thing for people. We'll be right back. Hey, parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I think it was a, a, a stroke of genius to put the bedtime song at the very end. I don't know who was genius. I think you're I think you're exaggerating. I think it was a good idea. Um, well, I bet I bet I bet parents out there think that. You know. Well, you know, you don't want to put it early on in the album because it could put them to sleep. You know. Well, exactly. It's true. Uh, uh, so it's really it was just more of an idea that you know was pretty obvious. Uh, uh, you know, one of the great successes I have had, and it does bring me great pride. Uh, I, I feel tremendously good about it. Is that. Um, I've probably sold worldwide about 2 million of my instrumental lullaby albums. Uh, and, you know, we went gold on the first one and, uh, you know, with no promotion whatsoever, like nothing. And it's sold over 700,000 so far. Um, and uh, the other ones, you know, worldwide in total, probably about 2 million sales. And a lot of, a, a lot of beautiful things have come from those beautiful instrumental lullaby albums that I did again, you know, taking great songs and turning them into lullaby versions that you know, no vocals all, all instrumental and um so writing the song bedtime uh and putting it on the album um i wanted to sing it and i also i had a very i have a lullaby cred so i certainly could write that song and sing it if i'm one of the parents listening where is the best place for me to get a copy of your new record? oh yeah yeah okay you can buy it certainly from amazon that's the number one place for everything Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, and if you do buy it on Amazon, 
um, please give it a good review because the best reviews are, are, are always helpful. And um, so I would say number one place to buy it through is Amazon. And yeah. then um, there are some stores that are carrying it that there will be some, you know, kids stores that might carry it. We're not in the major chains. I mean, they don't really carry anything more than the top 40 albums. Uh, right. So really it's, it's Amazon and it's digital downloads um, for actually uh, listening or purchasing the music. Out of everything that you've done, say over the last 40 plus years, specific to uh, your children's content, wh what are some, uh, some other albums or projects you've been involved with that you, you think would uh, resonate with say our audience? You know, if you have young children, zero to about four or five, my instrumental lullaby albums, which are all available again, you know, on Amazon, et cetera, uh, they're really, really helpful to put the children to sleep. It's very calming, um, you know, very, very warm and piano and strings or guitar and strings, uh, versions of, of, of well-known songs and Disney songs and um so I really recommend those. They've been around for a while, but they they don't uh, they don't date, and uh, and also I just think there's lots of other. I mean, if if you go and and search my, uh, I guess like things like the Wikipedia or whatever they they're listing things on, um, I think any of my kids' albums that were done in conjunction as alternative soundtracks, as secondary soundtracks to Disney films, those are really fun records for kids. Um, I did two for Cars. I did one for Ratatouille. I did one for Finding Nemo. I did one for uh, Lilo and Stitch. And uh, those are fun. They have lots of fun songs on them. They, they are very much what uh, inspired me to continue. I did the songs on Handy Manning, a great Disney series. Um, and so a lot of those records I'm really proud of for the kids and stuff like that. Well, that's awesome. And, and uh, yeah, Fred, if you don't mind, uh, indulge me one more question. Uh, oh. Take your time. Take your time. Out of out of curiosity, um, of all the different hats that you wear, um, musician, composer, producer, what do you like most? Well, you know, that's a great question. Um, I, I'm a musician, so I love playing. There's a reason why they don't call it working music, they call it playing music. That's because we play. Yeah. And uh, you guys know that. So playing music really is probably my favorite thing to do, meaning, you know, I... I I'm an accomplished uh, guitarist and a, a drummer and reasonable keyboard player. Um, and uh, I love playing music. I, I've missed playing with others this past year. It's been heartbreaking for me um, as far as my creative soul. And uh, it's coming back thanks to vaccines and things like that. So we're feeling a lot better about that. But that's my favorite thing to do. I also, you know, um, I was a performer by nature, uh, and in my early part of my career, I was a singer-songwriter. I led bands, I was a singer-songwriter then, and, and I fell behind the camera early on in my career. When I was about 23, I started producing other people's music, and I realized I'd have to make a decision. And it was an easy decision to make because I really liked producing people's music and making them sound great and, and fulfilling their visions. And I sort of liked being behind the camera, so to speak. And so my performing career was went by the wayside, but I still on occasion will do like, you know, we'll do a, a, um, a Fred Mullen and Friends at the Hard Rock here in Nashville or something. And, you know, we'll get to play a lot of music and I, I still love that. And I still love performing. So I bring performance, 
into everything I do as far as my, my recorded work. I mean, I really do, you know, if I'm known for anything, it's known for bringing that element of, of the creative uh, uh, process to be much more about performance than other people. Some people are much more, well, I want to, I want to write it down. I want to, you know, take my time, right? I'm not, I'm like, let's just go and get this done. And you play this, I'll play this. And it's, it's all very performance oriented. So yes, that's a long answer to your question, but I probably love playing music most. Yeah. Fantastic. I kind of had a feeling you were going to say that. Well, and uh, the next time we're at the, uh, at the hard rock, uh, Fred Mullen and friends, uh, we're going to do our best to, to be there. And we can't wait until uh, the... Let's uh, get live music. Let's get those venues yeah. back again, you know? Absolutely. Would you maybe come back on the show sometime and do some do some performing, possibly? Maybe a song yes, or two? I, I, would, I would love to. I would love to. That'd be awesome. I, I, and, and by the way, I, I'm after all these years, I'm quite shy. So so it'll, you know, I, I, I may have to really get myself ready. Um, but yes, I'd be happy to play a couple songs. Um, let me ask you before we leave. Um, do you guys have favorite songs on the new album? I'm I'm needing feedback desperately. Well, yeah. definitely. You know, like I said, uh, what will the weather be? I mean, I was so I, I you know I listened to that song like three times in a row, and then it just just was so uh-huh. tender. And then the uh, let's go outside. I don't know if that's the name of it, but uh, oh, uh, walking hand in hand, yeah, walking hand in hand. Yeah, uh, just just yeah, just beautiful. The yummy song. Thank you. Yeah. The, uh, the yummy oh. song's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, you know, I, I need to thank, I need to thank uh, uh, Troy Johnson who sang so wonderfully on the ones that I cast him for uh, Tanya Hensheroff, who's incredible. Uh, Karen Richmond, who's an actor much more than a singer, but I felt was the perfect actor to have uh, uh, vocals on the album with animal fair and kitty cat. And, uh, and, you know, uh, um, I I, um, I want to thank them especially as well as my great musicians uh, and my engineer and everyone who really you know it's it's a team effort, right? Because this is an al- this is an album not just by Fred Mullen. This is by Fred Mullen and friends with his friends. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I I could not take the credit completely. No. Yeah. Oh my God! And that's the reason why I love making music in the studio because all my musicians, even though they are the best in the world, mm-hmm. um, in the studio. Um, they're all great pals of mine and, and it is just like rolling off a log to make these projects. Fred, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you so much for all of your uh, great words of wisdom and uh, for your inspiration uh, and not just for our young people, but for, for us old folks too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm delighted and honored to be on the show and I hope we can spread the word about, like you said, that music really is, a great tool to heal, especially kids who have been really affected by the social um, numbness of the pandemic times. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Right. Take good care. We'll be in touch again. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye guys. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Fred Mullen as much as we did. It just goes to show what you can do when you're not afraid to let your music out. Until next time, remember to keep using your imagination and see just how powerful your mind truly is. Goodbye for now.